I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter eleven: The Dueling Club. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly, and I'm Alex, and, and this, this is Potter Watch. Boom! Shakalaka. Um, today is a beautiful day to discuss. <laughs> Chapter 11. We're off to a great start. The Dueling Club. Yes, you heard it right. Um, what would you call this chapter? <laughs> well, I called this chapter Ernie Huffed and he puffed <laughs> and he put Harry down. Aww. Ernie. You suck. Yeah. Um, mine is. Sneaks, snakes, and insanity. And I will definitely explain the insanity thing throughout the whole chapter. <laughs> Please do. I like yours. Yours is, like, very on, like, par with what we usually name our chapters. Yeah. It's on brand. On brand, yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys are listening because you tapped your wand and got the password from last week. Um, it is indeed Millicent Bolstrode, who Hermione is wrestling with, wrestling with, um, in the dueling club. Good lord. I can't wait to talk about this chapter. I love this chapter. Yeah, so let's just give a quick synopsis. I actually remember this time because I wrote it down in my notes to do it. Okay. So, we got some bathroom time after <laughs> You want to explain that? Got some bathroom. Okay, that's the first thing Harry Harry, does is goes to the bathroom. He used the bathroom. That's very important. Um, No, he walks in and Ron and Hermione are, um, they're brewing the... Brief synopsis. They're brewing (laughs) the polyjuice potion. There's some sweet Snape time with a firecracker, um, to steal... I feel like you're just saying, like, items that appear and people that appear and not telling things. Oh, firecracker? Okay. In Snape's dungeon where they steal stuff? Okay. That's a brief synopsis. And then there's, like, a really mean rumor going around by Ernie, and then there's, like, a petrification. I just don't understand why you're so vague. Well, okay. Honestly, I feel weird giving a synopsis, even though we do spoilers all the time. Yeah, it seems like you're spoiling, like you're trying not to spoil. I feel like I'm just like, so listen up to hear what happens. But I also feel like we end up talking about it in more detail, so I don't want to spend a lot of time, like, going in detail. So I was just trying to do really quick things, like... Okay. Like, this is my first time doing the synopsis. Let her know how she did. Rate her in points to Ravenclaw. Look, I just want to get to our notes. Okay. I have, like, three pages of them because this is a great chapter, so... Yeah. Let's go. Ready to duel. How on earth did Gryffindor get back all those points? Because one Quidditch game gives you... But when do they lose points? Oh. 
I okay guys I'm really 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 confused because I'm nearing the end reading it to my the first book to my class so like in my head we just like we're talking about all the points that they lost and everybody's mad at Harry Ron and Hermione and Neville. and Neville so like for me they're like down 200 points and they're in last place so when I started this I was like how did they get that many points back in one Quidditch game Mabby, we're in a whole new book. Whole new a world. A whole new book. Okay. And um, this note is not applicable. Um, I think it's funny that Harry's like hurt that Ron and Hermione did something on their own. I they're not waiting for him. Like yes, I also would like us to do a little how this Ron and Hermione an improv. All right, I'll do Hermione this time. Okay. <clears throat> God. Ronald, did you hear about Colin? No. He's been petrified. I heard McGonagall saying it earlier. Oh, but it was Malfoy. <laughs> well, we have to start the polyjuice potion. Don't you think we should go see Harry? He's been in the hospital wing all night. We can't wait, Ronald. Who I could be next. Yeah, you're right. Can't make the polyjuice potion without you. Or I could be petrified. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, brilliant accent work, I'd say. Uh, great acting. I I don't know how to be Ron. Ron, like, gets angry at, like, a zero, like, a lot. Like, he goes from zero to 100 really quick, and then I feel like doesn't say anything. This is Ron's best book, though. No, Ron is doing a... Re- I'm, like, really loving Ron in book two. Yes. Love Ron. I just um, clearly don't identify with him as a character. Um, just like LOL at Percy. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, they <laughs> they better not be in the girl's bathroom again. Well, yeah, he's like, Ron's in another girl's toilet, but like, Harry was there too. And did Percy like not notice that Harry was also there? I think he was like tongue in cheek, like giving him a little tease. Yeah. Like, I hope he's not in another girl's toilet like you and Ron were. Yeah. And I love Harry. He's like, yeah, <laughs> that'll be funny. <laughs> Bye. That would be crazy. Um, I guess like they just leave the cauldron there, like when they're not working on it, like in the bathroom. Yeah. I guess. And I also said I would not trust Myrtle, like, not to say something. Like, she would definitely just be, like... She has a crush on Harry. Yeah, but, like, with Draco, she, like, tells Harry that he's been, like, crying in the bathroom. Like, just, like, offhand. So sad. Like, when she has, like, no reason to keep secrets. Yeah. So I just feel like she would, like, end up, like, saying something like, oh, well, they've been in my bathroom because they're, like... But I don't think anyone's going in there to check up on her yet. Yeah, but, um... I feel like she does talk to people. Like, she was at the death day party. That's true. Um, it's just risky. I don't trust Myrtle. <laughs> Laugh out loud at um, this little reference to the first book in the portable fire. Yeah, like, I know. It was, like, su- it was like such a cheeky reference, too, because the description is just, like, Hermione had, a pro- like... A knack A knacker, um proclivity whatever it's not proclivity what was it for portable flame or something like that i was like look at you 
Um, I said that I assume that Harry is like butthurt because one, they weren't there to like greet him, and then two, he's like trying to tell them about Colin, and Hermione's like, we already know, and he, he like just really, and he's like, well, you don't know this. It's just also <laughs> like, sad because they're like the first things he's thinking about. He's like, I have to tell them. I have to tell them. And what if he didn't know about Colin? Can you imagine? Like Harry's like the second he's able to leave, I have to tell them, and they knew, and we're just like, we'll wait for him to show up. Well, they were being proactive. No, I'm not, like, I'm just saying it <laughs> sucks. Also, um, I don't know what this note applies to. Oh, is it? I don't know. It says, when I lose Quidditch matches, I also petrify fellow classmates. Oh, it's because <laughs> it's because Ron is, like, he must have been really upset that Slytherin lost, so he petrified, um... Colin Creevy. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> well, actually, my note was, I think Ron has really good reasoning against the Malfoys. No, I, I do think it's a good clue. I think I said that when he first brings yeah. up, like, the 50 years, like, that's a really good clue. Yeah. Like, good on you, Ron. Even though, like, technically the math doesn't work out, like, Lucius mm-hmm. wasn't there. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, or, like, his grandfather, I think he says, and mm-hmm. then... I mean, like, Draco was really mad after the game, so it's like, yeah, he was pissed, so he's, like, gonna, if it was him, he's like, I'm gonna do something about it, Mm -hmm. and so I was like, good on you, Ron, like, that's some logic, um, and then I said, also, thank God Hermione does read too much, Ron, because he says, um, you read too much, like, as an insult, but, like, what would you, where would you guys be without her, and, like, what she's read, like, nowhere, that's where you'd be. Absolutely nowhere. Okay, I said, my next note says, Chameleon Ghouls sounds so cool. Why (laughs) is no one in the fandom talking about Chameleon Ghouls? I read so much fanfiction and nobody has ever once brought up a Chameleon Ghoul. I guess you're gonna use it in your next one. I certainly will. Um, okay, so here's exhibit one for Harry's Insanity. Oh, here we go. Well, okay, so this is, like, not from Harry's perspective. This is, like, if I was Ron or Hermione. (laughs) One, he's hearing voices. (laughs) Two, he's having conversations with Dobby, who they've never met or seen, and it's just, like, he's, like, yeah, he's, like, trying to kill me, but, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, so if I heard they're, like, yeah, so this house elf is trying to kill you, so he, like, put a bludger after you but and they didn't believe, let you know. they believe I know they him. believe him but I'm saying if it was me and I was hearing someone say all this stuff it doesn't sound good like if somebody was like yeah this person's trying to kill me but they're doing it by doing like all this stuff I was like that doesn't make any sense like I would be like that doesn't check out and like I think you made this person up <laughs> Like, how convenient that the only times you've met him is like when nobody else is around <laughs> Like, obviously it is true, and it does check out, like, all of it, but if you were hearing it, and, like, I would think it would sound very suspicious, and, like, I would be concerned. I would be concerned. I don't want to spoil one of your Harry Insanity things, but later in this chapter, he does have a conversation with himself in his head. Okay, well, that's not one of mine. I love that part, because talking to himself inside his brain mind like his brain has actual dialogue he does that 
Like, that's a device she uses a lot. I know, but it's just funny. <laughs> but I think I know the part you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I have more, though, in this <laughs> chapter, but those were the first ones. That was kind of just a recap of what we already know. <laughs> my next note says, Fred and George, not your best look. When they're, So basically what they're doing is they're taking turns, like, putting hairy masks on or boily masks on masks on and they're jumping out at Jenny because she's like been terrified since Colin was petrified. So they're trying to like make her laugh but not at all. Like are they trying to make her laugh? I see think they're just trying like they it the way it described it is that they're trying to scare her and they're having their own laugh because she's scared. Which which is why I don't think it's a good look. I don't think it's a good look, but I think they were like trying to make like light of it. It's like, oh, see, it's not that scary. But like, he I mean, was they are petrified. Getting... Like that. Like I just think, yeah, it's serious. Like this kid is paralyzed, basically. You know, the equivalent of like a muggle a coma. Yeah, coma a muggle coma. And I'm just like, maybe don't. Let's not joke about it, especially if someone's already super traumatized by it. And I'll just say, again, Percy, he was there for her. Look, Percy, my notes in all caps, oh, fine, points for Percy, fine. I almost gave my champ to Same, Percy. me too. I was like, Percy, this was like a good Because I also thought the you. bathroom thing was funny, so I was like, all right, Percy. I almost gave my champ to Percy too, but I, I, I changed it. Also, like, so sad Neville. He's like, and everyone knows I'm almost a squid. That's my next note, too. I have the quote written out. It's so sad. Oh, Nev. Nev, Nev. The news that Colin Creevy had been attacked and was now lying as though dead in the hospital wing had spread through the entire school by Monday morning. The air was suddenly thick with rumors and suspicion. The first years were now moving around the castle in tight-knit groups, as though scared they would be attacked if they ventured forth alone. Ginny Weasley, who sat next to Colin Creevy in charms, was distraught, but Harry felt that Fred and George were going the wrong way about cheering her up. They were taking turns covering themselves with fur or boils and jumping out at her from behind statues. They only stopped when Percy, apoplectic with rage, told them he was going to write to Mrs. Weasley and tell her Ginny was having nightmares. Meanwhile, hidden from the teachers, a roaring trade in talismans, amulets, and other protective devices was sweeping the school. Neville Longbottom bought a large, evil-smelling green onion, a pointed purple crystal, and a rotting newt tail, before the other Gryffindor boys pointed out that he was in no danger. He was a pure blood, and therefore unlikely to be attacked. They went for Filch first, Neville said, his round face fearful, and everyone knows I'm almost a squib. They're like, Neville, nobody's gonna mess with you, you're a pureblood, and he's like, yeah, they might, though. Especially if it was Malfoy. (laughs) True. Okay, so I'm about to go on, like, a four-note rant about Hermione. Oh, well, I have a tiny note about Malfoy. Go ahead. I always love notes about Malfoy. Um, I was like, it is strange that he's staying for the holiday. I think so, too. Like, why, why is he staying for the holiday? And that makes no sense. I think the only thing that makes sense. He's avoiding his daddy issues. He doesn't want to go home to his dad, who's just going to, like, berate him for, like, not being good enough. Like, so and sad. not being good at school or whatever. And I was just like, he just doesn't want to deal with that. 
That's, like, fair. Yeah, I was, like, it kind of makes sense. It makes sense, but it also doesn't because, like, for me, like, even if I had, like, daddy issues, if I was, like, ma, dad, I'm staying at school for some winter, they'd be, like, yeah, no. <laughs> well, we've talked about that Yeah, anyway. you're coming home for Christmas. Like, with Ron and Hermione. But, like, with Ron and Hermione, they have a good relationship with their parents, but I feel like the Malfoys, like, have, like, a formal holiday party each year where they invite all their pure blood friends and they need to show off the family son. Like, maybe wh- they were going away for Christmas. <laughs> Narcissa and Lucius, they're on holiday. <laughs> Holidaying in France. I assume it's, like, a loveless wedding. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't think I don't think so, actually. I think she's genuinely fell in love with him. And it, like, backfired on her. Yeah. Like, I do think she believed in the same things he did at one point. But I think... She gets to a point where she's, like... Yeah, I mean, she's Bellatrix's sister. (laughs) Yeah. But I think she gets to a point before the sixth book where she doesn't care about... Like, she thinks their family's in over their head. Yeah. I actually do forget very often that she's Bellatrix's sister. Sissy! Okay. You got some notes on uh, their plan? Yes. I love that Hermione comes up with this plan without flinching. Like, she doesn't even... so matter-of-fact. So matter-of-fact. There's not a doubt in her mind. I will do it. I will risk getting in trouble because if you guys do it, you'll be expelled. Like, she doesn't care that she's gonna get in trouble. It's not even, like, a blip on her radar. She's like, this is what has to be done for the, you know, the good of the school. I I don't know. I love that. I do, too. I, that was... I was thinking that as well. Um, and then I say, Hermione's the real MVP, because I love how this little firecracker scene works, where the firecracker happens, and then you're just, like, watching, uh, Malfoy's nose expand, and then you just see Hermione, like, poke her little head out of the drawer, and she, like, sneaks in and sneaks back out. It's, I don't know, very clever. She gets, she gets, like, the stuff done. Um, I don't know, I think it's a great plan. I, I was just so pleased. Um, I just said this whole thing is so Gryffindor. And, like, all, like Harry and Ron, too, they, like, have no... I mean, Harry has, like, qualms, but he's, like, gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Like, even though he knows if he got caught doing the distraction, he would be in big trouble. Um, I just had, like, a little question. <laughs> what are pufferfish eyes? <laughs> says... Draco Malfoy, who was Snape's favorite student, kept flicking puffer fish eyes at Ron and Harry. The eyes of a puffer puffer fish, I'm assuming. But, like, what is this? Is that just going like this? Like, no, 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 no. Like, throwing actual eyes of a puffer fish, like, for potions and ingredients. Oh. I'm doing eyes at... How is Malfoy's that a, doing like, some puffer fish eyes. Like, you know, you just, like, make faces no, at yeah. people, but... <laughs> okay, that checks out. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> um, how did no one else in the class, like, see Harry, like, throw something across the room? Yeah, Malfoy certainly would have seen who... Yeah, because he was making puffer fish eyes at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, gonna be one of my new dreary uh, clues. <laughs> Remember when he was making puffer fish eyes? Um, and I said if they were really being, like, stealth, they should have, like, gotten hit by it. Because then, like, it would, like, relieve suspicion from them. If yeah. If they had gotten hit with the 
splash or whatever, but I mean, obviously you want to hit the Slytherins, or at least Draco and uh, them. Oh my gosh, so funny though. Uh, Draco's nose, just like the, the, his like head flopping forward is such a funny image, like him trying to walk up to Snape's table. Although, I feel like if it had hit the Gryffindor, Snape would have been like, I see you no d- difference. Yeah, or, you, oh, wow. Don't, that scene makes me so angry. It, like, really, I think when I first read it, it I might have, like, teared up a little bit. Because so, that's, like, that's... It's so mean. It's so mean, and that book really aligns with, like, when I started being really self-conscious about my own appearance, so then I think, like, ha- watching Hermione go through it really upset me. And, like, Harry and Ron aren't talking, so it's, like, already emotional. Yeah. It's but a, they still love Hermione so it's much. It's really, it's up there on, like, things that really destroy me. Uh, that That's number one. Not my number one thing that Snape does wrong, but it's, like, it really pisses me off. That's up there. Like, I think about that scene a lot. Me too. Um, Me too. Um, Harry's puzzled expression is so obvious. Like, they don't even describe what it looks like, and I know it's obvious. So basically, um, Snape's like, I'm gonna expel whoever did this firecracker and the potion thing. And he's looking around, and he looks right at Harry, and Harry's trying to be like, oh, that i have no idea and i am reading this like you are the most like guilty yeah and then he's like he knew it was me i could tell like yeah he did one it was you and two like you have a really bad track record like most teachers also you like you were saying earlier like you put it in malfoy's cauldron Obviously, it was you, Harry. Who else would risk that? Also, yeah, you have no, like, subtlety. Of course he knows it's you, and he can read minds. He was probably doing that thing that he he was, like, smiling. He was like, I wonder. (laughs) You can't see my face, but you know what I'm talking about, where you're like, huh, and you're trying not to smile, and it's, like, all over your face. Um, But here's what I don't understand, is why Snape doesn't blame him. Because not having proof has never stopped him before. And it is really obvious that it's Harry. Like, the one time that he actually can get Harry for something. I don't... I don't think it's... It's, like, too... Not... Um... I think it's too much, like, he can't prove it. And, like, there's a whole bunch of people and... Um... I think he just knows that he'll get back at Harry some other way. Like, when he blames Harry for other stuff, it's, like, usually with Dumbledore or something, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like, a little bit more to go off of. Um, and I think maybe he also thinks he can, like, kind of torture him more by, like, not punishing him outright for it. Because mm-hmm. then Harry's like, I know it's coming. Like, that he's gonna do something. Um, hashtag things that wouldn't happen in a muggle school. <laughs> Teach them how to duel each other. <laughs> Real. Um, my next note before we go is uh, go on to dueling is I want to see Flitwick, the dueling champion, in his yes! prime. <laughs> like, please. 
Um, I'm going to put this quote in of Lockhart um, introducing himself and his assistant. Let me introduce my assistant, Professor Snape, is the funniest line in this chapter, and there were so many good ones. Lockhart waved an arm for silence and called, Gather round, gather round. Can everyone see me? Can you all hear me? Excellent. Now, Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club to train you all in case you ever need to defend yourself, as I myself have done on countless occasions. For full details, see my published works. Let me introduce my assistant, Professor Snape, said Lockhart flashing a wide smile. He tells me he knows a tiny little bit about dueling himself and has sportingly agreed to help me with a short demonstration before we begin. Now, I don't want any of you youngsters to worry. You'll still have your potions master when I'm through with him. Never fear. It's a toss-up for something Harry says later. <laughs> but, like... Why did Snape agree to be the assistant or whatever is it just because he had to be like close to defense against the dark yeah that's what i assume it's that like he wants that job so badly which is snape like just know your strengths okay you are a wonderful potions master like that's like what you're good at i think he would (laughs) he also is good at defense against the dark arts but i think like the Half-Blood Prince book suggests that he has, like, he was, like, a potions prodigy. Yeah. You know, it's, like, something that he could do instinctually. Like, he altered the professionally written spells, like, potions, ingredients. He's just, like, really good at magic. <laughs> yeah, he's just very talented. Um, Lockhart never ceases to amaze. <laughs> I just want to go back and read book two just to get a lot of Lockhart if I ever need a laugh because Lockhart always makes me laugh out loud. I was doing this on the train and I was embarrassed because I was just laughing reading Harry Potter. When he loses his wand. (laughs) When he drops his wand. Um, My next note says, girl, Hermione... He's not good. Like, don't worry about it. I didn't... Oh, I oh, I did have a note. I just said, ugh, Hermione. Um, and then it says, Lockhart, again, why would you put yourself up against Snape? Why would you volunteer that? You know you're a terrible wizard. You know. I, like, have no more arguments for you, Gilderoy. Like, He's I've been trying. not smart. Um... Never really thought about this before, but Snape is the person who teaches Harry his favorite spell. True. That's why his son gets named after him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was like, this would have been a, like, that's a great first lesson, Snape. Like, teaching them Expelliarmus. Like. Yeah. That was, like, really good. (laughs) Like, he would be really good at this. I mean, he does teach it for one year. But he's, like, a bad teacher because he has no patience with children he should be like the aura training defense against the dark arts person or just like any wts yeah 
always refer to Ron and Harry as the dream team. (laughs) (laughs) Time to split up the dream team. Like Snape. It's such a funny thing for Snape to say, specifically. Like, dream team does not seem like a combination in, of words in his vocabulary. <laughs> I know. But I can totally see, like, Alan Rickman saying it. Why? That's really a crime. Why was that line not in the movie? Do, he does say something. He's, oh, um, oh, oh my gosh, what is it? I used to have the whole second movie memorized. Um, um, he says, I, he says, like, I don't think so. Yeah, he's like, I don't think so. Um, Ron, uh, Ronald's, uh, Mr. Weasley's been doing something something with his yeah. wand and will be sending Potter to the hospital wing in a matchbox, is what he says. Well, he says that in this one about Finnegan because... Lockhart tried to get them to be the ones to go up. I know, but he, in, the movie, in the movie, it's, yeah. he's talking about Ron. Um, where did Harry learn a tickling charm? Just a question. We see him learn, like, every spell that he does, and I never saw him learn a tickling charm. I do charm. think they must, like, pick up on, like, jinxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably from, like, Fred and George. <laughs> you know who hasn't been in this book? Lee Jordan. Yeah, Lee, where are you? Was he even commentating the match? I don't know. There was nobody, like, in, at least Harry wasn't, like, talking about it. I mean, maybe he was distracted. Maybe he'll do another, is there another Quidditch game in this book? No, because he gets canceled. People are being petrified. A serious thing, Fred and George. Where is Lee, though? Lee. He's training that spider of his. Um... I was like, I couldn't even write notes on this. I was like, this is so much. The, <laughs> there is uh, so much happening. Just the whole, like, Lockhart, like, completely losing control. I said disarm only! <laughs> it's just also so funny because Lockhart's, we've talked about this, not only a terrible wizard, but he's a horrendous teacher. He's just, so I can just see him having too much. Like, <laughs> if I may just say this one line. Yes. Stop! Stop! Scream Lockhart! But Snape took charge. <laughs> but I, stop! Ooh. Stop! Is how I would say. But Snape took charge. Is like I know. every like Dramione slash Snary Chippers like dream. Um, um, there was a I had this art teacher once in like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, it must have been fourth. And she used to have this alarm thing that went off in her room, and it, like, measured sound, and if you went over the sound, it would beep. But she was such, like, she wasn't a very good teacher, because she didn't command the room. Like, nobody really feared her, or respected her, and she didn't really teach us any art. So, people, it was really sad. People used to, like, just make the sound thing go off, and every time it would go off, she would, like, cry and leave the room and just be, like, a frazzled mess, and it was sad. I never contributed to that. I felt bad for them, but this is how I picture Lockhart right now, just, like, a frazzled mess. But he's, like, not even that upset. Um, Millicent having Hermione in a headlock. Let's just look at this image in our heads. (laughs) Harry's trying to pull and her Harry off. pulling off. <laughs> dear, dear, said Lockhart, skittering through the crowd, looking at the aftermath of the duels. 
Up you go, McMillan. Careful there, Miss Fawcett. Pinch it hard. It'll stop bleeding in a second. Boot? He almost said something about Terry Boot, but we don't even hear it. Oh, Terry. Um, I said that Lockhart uses volunteers to distract from his bad wand work. He's like, yes, yes. Um, we'll teach them defense. After we'll he, volunteer. After he already... Oh, I think I better teach you to block unfriendly spells. You think, Lockhart? You think? This is your second time, okay? First time was with the Pixies when you didn't teach them how to get them back into their cage, how to control them, any defense for them before you released them. This is number two. I'm sure others have happened throughout your classes, but JK has not shared those events with us. Molly's next note just says dreary, and I have nothing to say, but obviously... Scared? You wish. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Every dreary person ever, ever, has seen that line come up in 90% of the fix. Oh, I'm sure. It's... It's so bad that, like, if you're, like, a hardcore Drury fan, you hate when someone uses that in their fic. Because you're like, uh, be more creative than that. Um, uh, but just, I can't. I can't. I can't with it. I can't with their duel. I cannot. Also, isn't there, like, really good magic to create a snake? That's what I said. I said it's too high level for him. There's no way he can do that. Because that's what they learn in, like, sixth year or something, like, creating objects out of thin air. He does it without, uh, like... Practicing. Without practicing it at all. Because I assume we're supposed to think that Snape whispered to do that spell. And... I think that, yeah, I think it was a mistake on her part. Like, I don't think we should assume, like, oh my gosh, like, Malfoy's, like... Super powerful. I'm gonna yeah. assume that. <laughs> That's gonna be my proof. J.K. Rowling said he could do that sixth-year spell in second year. Therefore, Malfoy's <laughs> really magical. Um, Lockhart dropping his wand. I don't have an excuse for you, Lockhart. I can't help you. You can't help yourself. I We're can't saying. help you. Oh, Harry Sass has returned. Uh, Lockhart, just do what I did. Harry, like, drop your wand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a little overexcited. <laughs> yeah, I so want to this... give 50 points to that line for Harry alone. Um, and then 500 to scared you with. Him, uh... You know, talking to the snake really doesn't add help the insanity <laughs> argument. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They do look at him like he's crazy when he's telling him about the snake, though. He's like, can you tell me why saving Justin uh, was a bad move? And they're like, yeah, Harry, you were talking. We're also like, we didn't know you were trying to save him. It looked like you were egging him on. <laughs> Poor Harry, but still... Appearance-wise, like, get this child some help. Um. I accidentally said a boa constrictor my cousin Dudley at the zoo once. Long story. <laughs> but he was telling me he had never been to Brazil. And I sort of said it free <laughs> without me, too. That was before I knew I was a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron's like, what? <laughs> I was like, first of all, 
wanted her by any... I'd be like, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Why would you not tell me this before? But I I can totally see that Harry's like, I just thought that was normal. Which, yeah. if I was a wizard and I yeah. did that, like, I would assume it was normal. True. Oh, just really quick, before we get too far away from it. So this S- Snape telling Malfoy to do the snake thing, dumb Snape, what... Like, what can you possibly gain from this? But then I was like, do you think it was somehow testing Harry for the parcel tongue? Mm. I did want to talk about this, too, because I wanted to talk about the look that Snape gives him. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was on purpose to get him to talk. I think he, Snape, is, like, genuinely surprised. Well, right. So I wrote that note before that line. The, the, the line about the look. Snape, too, was looking at Harry in an unexpected way. It was a shrewd and calculating look, and Harry didn't like it. That was the line. Yeah. So, are you thinking he's, like, scared that Harry could be the heir of Slytherin? And not know? Like, sort of, like, I don't, I think Snape is too smart to think Harry would do it on purpose. Yeah, I don't think, I think Snape is thinking ahead. And is, like, I think he might be putting the connection together. About the scar and Voldemort. Yeah, not that he's a horcrux or whatever, because Snape doesn't know about that. But, um, that, that's, like, a connection with Voldemort and, like, something doesn't sit right there. Yeah, there's a link between them. Because he is one of the, because, oh, wait, in the fifth one, doesn't, doesn't Snape say, like... He says it's because of the scar. Yeah, but is it Snape that's, like, I warned you about this? Doesn't he say something like that to, am I just, did I make Mm -mm. this up in my head? I don't think so. What does he say in the fifth one? About, like... He warns Harry about the connection. No, but I'm saying, like... I think maybe it's just in the movie. But Snape is talking to, um... Dumbledore, and he's saying something like... The connection has grown stronger. Like, we've can't wait anymore. Like, maybe that's just Dumbledore talking to Snape. I can't remember. But... They definitely have talked about this connect, this growing connection between. Right, but I think this might be the start of that conversation. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, that's basically what I'm saying, but I had to go really roundabout. Um, yeah, I did think that was interesting, um, but I definitely think he's thinking ahead, or I guess in the past. Um, and I think Snape might be the only one that realizes that Harry doesn't know that he's speaking it. I think yeah. Snape realizes that. I'm assuming because Snape's like really smart, mm-hmm. as we've discussed. Yeah. Ernie, get out. Get out. Are you there? Yeah. What are you? I was just. I'm still on parcel time. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um. I think I said it's v cool that he can talk to snakes like. And they're, and it's sad that it's so, like, taboo or whatever. Because, like, that's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, Ron and Hermione just, like, reacted really weird to him. Like, and Hermione, like, they make a point, like, Hermione finally spoke. Like, she hadn't said anything. Like, she was, like, so much in shock or something. Well, I think she probably thinks Harry might secretly be the heir of Slytherin. Yeah. Like, without knowing it. Like, the same way Jenny doesn't really know what she's doing... But, like, I mean, she knows more so than Harry, but 
I think there is something to say for he could be, like, doing it at night and not realizing that he did it. Like, I think that is a fine red herring that could be true of this book. Like, if you wanted to read it like that. Do you think that they would think that's even a possibility? Like, they don't know about possession or anything like that. No, but I think it's a fair guess. Like, it's a... Because, you like, for, for all the reasons that you're saying, like... He can hear this voice nobody yeah. else can hear. Like, this has not been a normal year for him. There's someone out, there's a little house elf that nobody can see that's after him. <laughs> like, like that's, I feel like if I were in Hermione's position, I might be, and then he started talking to snakes. Yeah, and she's I might, like, for all we know, you could be. Yeah. Like, not the best thing to say to him, Hermione. Yeah, Hermione, please. Not the, your best move. But do it, just, I know this is obviously not the case, but how interesting would it be if it was Harry this whole time? Like, it was like a Little Red Riding Hood wolf situation. I was gonna say Fight Club. Spoilers for Fight Club. <laughs> First rule, Molly! First rule! Um. Yeah, like, Little Red was the wolf all along, and she didn't know. Oh, but that didn't actually happen. That is, that's like the myth of Little Red Riding Hood. The, like, actual, the original one. The one that they don't show to children. Okay. Um, yeah, so just Harry, like, contemplating being in Slytherin. Did you have anything? I didn't really have a note on it, but... When he's having his conversation with himself. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't have put me here if I had Slytherin blood. Ah, said a nasty little voice in his brain. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I think this Slytherin Gryffindor thing that's happening in his head is sad. Yeah. He fools. Sorry, I'm just like reading these. I, it's sad. My poor uh, Harry. And then he has to deal with Ernie. Are we to Ernie X? And JF. Oh, Justin Flinch. He, well, he's not really there. JFF. Um, yeah, Ernie sucks with an X. S U X. That's my next note. Yeah. Um, I say, okay, Hannah is not as bad as I remember. My apologies to Hannah. Yes, I was gonna say, I was like, she's, like, standing up for him. Yeah, she stands up for him the whole time. Which is really nice to see. So, I, like, eat... I think it might be movie Hannah, and even then, I'm not sure. I'll, like, eat crow a little bit. Because I believe I stood up for Hannah from the beginning. You did. You did. You did. Like, I could have been, like, I detected some hostility, but I was, like... I mean, she's definitely, like, questioning, but I did say, I mean, Ernie definitely sucks, but he does have, like, a good argument against Harry. Like, Harry looks really bad to everybody right now. Like, fine, but for me, if somebody saved me a year ago, I would be like, y'all need to hush. But they don't see it like that. But he did save, like, the the whole school. But, like, Quirrell wasn't after the whole school. Oh, I see. Dumbledore says he saved the school. Yeah, I mean, like, but they don't necessarily, like, know to what extent that could have been, you know? Like, how bad that could have been for everybody. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, I mean, no, definitely the worst, but I was like, he makes a pretty good argument. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I just, he makes me really mad. Um, okay, and then Harry, who has no common sense, no self-preservation skills. I know. Homeboy, run. Like, this is not the time for you to stand there and think about what how good it looks, because I'm going to tell you, it looks bad, Harry. Just run, okay? Run and get help. Run to someone you trust. Run to Hagrid. Run to McGonagall. She, McGonagall's, like, right there. Like, like, right outside that room. Please run, Harry. Do not get caught with Justin Flinch Fletchley's lifeless body. Um, like, real quick, right before that, though, I was, like, when Harry does, like, try and stand up for himself to Ernie, which I think he did a bad job of, like, explaining himself. (laughs) Because he's so upset. Yeah. He's been thinking about it all night, and he's like, stop it, it's not, I was I didn't chase him. (laughs) I was like, this just seems like a 12-year-old fight. Like, how they're arguing, and he's like, I heard you hate the muggles you live with. Well, you would hate them, too, (laughs) like. It's so like, yeah, but it's also sad because Harry's like from an abusive home. Like he's I like, know. why is everybody using my abuse? Against yeah, me? but Ernie, what really bothers me about Ernie is that like Ernie's not just like telling this to Justin. Oh he's, yeah, like, he's telling he's, all the. Puffs. He's just being so like leader of the puffs against <laughs> Harry. Like he's starting an anti-Harry league. And it really bothers me because, one, he's so arrogant. Like, if I thought that Harry was the actual heir of Slytherin, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm a pure blood, so you can't get to me. It's like, he has the ability to petrify you, no matter your blood status, yeah. Ernie. Why are you, like, going up against him? Also, nearly headless Nick, clearly a pure blood ghost. Well, they didn't know that when they were talking about it. I know, but I'm saying in general, like... Well, I think everyone was like, that probably wasn't meant to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I can't with Ernie after Harry is caught in the act and he's, like, caught red-handed! Yeah, well, okay, you're ahead of me, but... Oh, sorry. um, Let me just say these real quick. Um, Why do they have roosters at Hogwarts? <laughs> I know. Fair. I asked these like dumb questions. Fair though. Fair. He's like second one killed this term. Like, why do you need roosters? Are you like feeding them? Yeah, to, I like... assume they're feeding them to uh, the beasts that they look at. Yeah. Um, and then also like, since when does Hagrid get permission for like using magic? He's like, I had to get permission to put a charm around the hincoop. Well, I guess if he has to, if he's doing magic that's going to be visible to other people. So, like, he, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, the hen coop having guard around it is. Yeah. Um, also, Smokey, Black and Smokey. I said earlier in another podcast about, like, nearly headless Nick, like, Smokey. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's something to do with being petrified. And I, I think Brielle, one of our special guests, had said, like, he was described as, like, a smoky look. But I can't really tell by this description transparent but like black and smoky so i guess maybe that like but i still think it has to do with like the scorch marks or whatever yeah okay the scorch marks freak me out a little bit like i don't know why there are scorch marks yeah okay now i'm at was he caught red-handed ernie was he no the answer (laughs) is no ernie (laughs) 
Ernie is the worst. Like, I literally, if I were Harry, I would attack Ernie. Like, it would not help my case, but I would jump him. Like, put that tickling spell on him. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot going back to the tickling spell. It's like, um, Harry's legs are dancing and Malfoy's like stopped laughing like or yeah. giggling or something like that which is very funny to imagine Malfoy like giggling agreed <laughs> that part of this chapter gave me so much joy also like lol at peeves for just being peeves. The, being the worst okay though the only good thing that Ernie does is when he listens to McGonagall because that fan thing is such a funny image I know. but also it's very clever like good on you McGonagall like I was like it's a little comical <laughs> just imagining yeah. what having to that was my last note my last note says oh so the the passcode to get into Dumbledore's office is um sherbert lemon now from the movie no it's sherbert lemon in the british version too and in the in the muggle version in the american version it's a lemon drop we could have had sherbert lemon it's a password we did not need the chain yeah also like we have sherbert yeah so i'm just i'm upset but also i say sherbert lemon so i'm more offended like if if i have to say sure like oh alex can you get me that glass of water sure i say sherbert lemon so i will personally offended that the american version does not include sherbert lemon yeah i just thought that was a movie to book difference no it's Um. a british to american version difference um the brass knockers in the shape of a griffin do you think it, like, changes who the headmaster is? Like, is it always, like, Gryffindor themed? The headmaster's... <laughs> Good. Oh, I don't... Well, does he ever visit when Snape is headmaster? Does, does he go up to... He yes, does. at the end. He does. It's still... It's the same. It's still but I could also just see Snape, like, keeping everything the same as when Dumbledore was there. Aww. That's that Snape is the saddest Snape for me. Oh yeah, and when, I, I don't know about Dippet. I think he I, my inkling is Ravenclaw, but I don't know. Oh, I have that too. Like, why do I feel like it, he is a Ravenclaw? I just feel like it. it I don't me, think I've ever read it. Anywhere. Me either, but I have that same like Professor Dippet. Dippet. Um, and yeah, I just um, I don't know if that was something she really thought about. Um, but. Maybe Godric was, like, the first headmaster, so it's, like, based off of him. Yikes. I'm sure that gave the rest of them a complex. Probably only Salazar. <laughs> That's why he built his own den. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so, um, I want to start, and, um, Molly brings in her fan theories. Oh, yeah. And, um, I want to start bringing in, like, fandom things or fanon little... So a lot of people on Tumblr create these little text post conversations between different people, and some of them are really funny, and they have to do with what we're talking about. So um, I'm just going to pull up one that has something to do with Slytherin um, that I thought was really clever today. Okay, so here's what this text post says. It's between Rowena Ravenclaw and Salazar Slytherin. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, 
Rowena comes up to Salazar, I guess, in the hallway and says, Wait, Salazar, how come you ended up with the shittiest common room? We dished out the money to make them equally, and you're the richest sod of all of us. And Salazar's responses thinks back to installing a giant um, ass slide into the Chamber of Secrets and putting a statue of himself in it. Salazar, uh, taxes? So basically the joke is that, like, um, why does Slytherin have, like, a terrible common room in the dungeon? And it was, like, Salazar being like, uh, I want the Chamber of Secrets. I want easy access. I allocated my money yeah, to Chamber. Yeah, to Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't read it very well. But, um, it's funny to me. But also be conceited of him to, like, have a huge stone statue. Like, he made that. Like. Yeah. Not like somebody after him. It was him. Yep. Um. Ready to do our rat and stuff? Yes. I think we all know the rat for this chapter. Mm-hmm. I think it starts with an E and ends with Ernie. Nope. What? My rat is Fred and George. I'm just kidding. That's Ernie. No, I was so bad. Don't play me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. they did one thing in this chapter. Like, not cool. Yeah, no. No, no. My rat is certainly Ernie. Um, Your champ? My champ is Hermione. So, I did give it to Hermione, but I was also kind of in the back of my mind wanting to give it to Snape. Because I think he's, like, really smart in this chapter. Yeah. Um... And, like, not even being, like, that bad of a guy. Like, because Harry's in the wrong in this chapter, and he, like, knows it, mm-hmm. and Snape knows it. And then I think he's, like, would have done, like, good things he in the He does tell Malfoy to do the snake, which, which is petty and... Yeah, it's petty, but it's also, like, he could have told Malfoy to do a lot worse. That's true, <laughs> but the snake is just, like... Why? It's sneaky. Why? Why, Snape? Why? Uh, yes, yeah, so It's clearly not a disarming spell. He's not really my champ, but um, I did want to just, like, give him a little shout-out in this chapter, because I don't really give Snape a lot of kudos. <laughs> I mean, I love Snape, so I, I agree. I think he is, like, really smart in this chapter. I mean, he's not, like, my champ. He will be my champ later, I feel like, for later chapters. But. I don't think in this book. No, no, no. He I mean, have like, a in later in chapters in the series. Yeah. Um, and I gave it 100 points. I gave 150. Good chapter. Good chapter. Pro- might be my, it might, it's not, like, <laughs> my favorite chapter in the first book, The Mirror of Arisen, but it might be my favorite chapter of Chamber of Secrets. It might be my favorite chapter of Chamber of Secrets. It's also, like, around the same time, like, chapter 11, and I think Mare of Arisette is, like, chapter 12 or something like that. So, JK, you do your best chapters at the same time in each book. Let's watch out for this. You're, like, the creators of Game of Thrones. Like, second to last episode, always the best episode. Well, I think for this, it's, like, the halfway point. Yeah. Um, Because in the later books, like, chapter 11 is, like, they haven't even gotten to Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) Quiz? Quiz, 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 quiz. OWLs? Yeah, let's do those. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. 
quiz, 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 quiz. Okay. All right, so you are going to get both of mine. So. Why? Because I've, we, you already talked about one. What was it? So I'm going to add another. So just keep going. I'm going to add. Okay. Okay. I'm here to check your Defense Against the Dark Arts spell word. Oh, God. Okay. What is a spell used to make your feet dance? Oh my god. Um, uh, uh, Tarantagulera. Tarantagulera. I think it's Tarantagulera. I don't know. They say it in the, like, the fifth one. Like, Tarantagulera. Yeah. And they taran- say it really fast. Tarantella. I just remember it because the Tarantella is a dance. Yeah. So that it's Tarantagulera or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, you got that. And what is the counter curse? Uh... Um, I have no idea. I say this, like, all the time. Finite. Oh, Finite Incantardum. The one, the same one that, I, okay, I wasn't sure if it was the same spell that, that Hermione uses to, like, calm the pixies. It's it's not. Yeah. She just, well, in the movie she says Immobilis. Yeah. But, um, that's what I was thinking when you were like, what spell stops it? And I was like, is it the same spell Hermione uses? But, finite incantatum. What did she, when did she use that in the movie? I don't know, but I can definitely hear I hear it. saying that. I hear her saying it. Finite. incantatum. There's no R in it, though. Incantatum. Incantatum. I don't know. It might just be the accent. Yeah. Finite and content. Okay, and then the last one is how do you create a snake out of thin air? Scepter Sempra. Mm-hmm. Oh, not Scepter Sempra. Um, I think that's so, what I, so, Serpent Sorcia. So, yeah, Serpent Sorcia. Yeah, I think what you said the first time is what they say in the movie. I think they change it in the movie. No, they say Serpent Sorcia. Scepter Sempra is something else. Are you sure? The Sectum Sempra? Is that what you were saying? Sectumsempra? Yeah. That's, that's the, like, bloody one. Yes, yes, that's what I is was... Is that what you were about to say? That's what I was... Uh, um, Serpent Sorcia is what they say in the movie, too. Because yeah. I was like, there's no way... Because I hear a voice saying Serpent Sorcia in my head, and I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Tom Felton's. Where'd you go? Um, yep, so good job. Two out of three. Pretty okay. good, pretty good. Okay, so my question is... Wait, what were you gonna... What were you gonna ask me? Um, well, one was, um, oh wait, is that your only question? Well, it was three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I was going to ask you what spell does Malfoy cast on Harry? Um, and what? Oh, that one? What yeah. I just asked you? Yes. So. Oh. So I shouldn't have asked you that. But the, and then, so now I have, I I found two more just now. And then the other one I was going to ask is, like, what happens to Goyle's eye and potions? But, like, we oh, already wow. talked about yeah. that in notes. So I have two new questions for you, and one is really, like, ridiculous. I'm sorry. Uh, I was doing it on the fly. Okay, what two ingredients do they have left to get for, for the Polyjuice Potion? Um, the bicorn horn. Yep. And the boomslang skin. Yep. Okay. And 
Which of Lockhart's books does Harry compare hags. most? Hags. Holiday and Hat with Hags. Good job. I almost said a note about it, and I just didn't. So I. Uh, well, poor Millicent. Millie. <laughs> Millie. Well, and, and when I wrote the question down, I said, "Does he compare Millie to?" Like, never have we referred to her as Millicent Bolster. <laughs> but from this point forward, only oh. compared. Or Mills. only called Millie. Mills and Millie. Um, yeah, so great app, great chapter. Mm-hmm. If you had thoughts on it, please email, tweet, Facebook us. Um, we can get a thread going on our Facebook. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know on what, how much we all dislike Ernie, maybe. Yeah, let's let's start an Ernie hate club. I'm I'm tagging this podcast Ernie bashing. <laughs> if you watched the fan fiction episode that means that we really don't like Ernie. Actually what we should post about is is Lockhart genius or fool? Fool? Yes but like that would be a good one for people to like argue points on. Yeah so that's what we'll do. Please uh, write us about Lockhart. Um, I see, I feel like I have a lot of evidence for the fool category. Yes, so I'm challenging everyone out there to find some genius points. Alright, also, um, we don't know which day yet, but this, these podcasters, us, we're gonna be at Potterverse, um, so if- In Baltimore. In Baltimore, so if you are, um- Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're in that area or if you're flying in to the con, like, right into us, it would be cool to, like, meet some of you guys, tell your friends about the podcast, all such things. So. Indeed, indeed. It's in September. Did yeah. Did we say that? Yeah, I didn't. It's September 8th through 10th the... 10th through the 12th, I think. It's 8th, oh, 8th through, through the 12th. 8th through the 12th. 8th through the 10th. We were both right and wrong. Um. So... Just please, like look it please up. Please go to the page and uh well you have to to get tickets. But like for if you're trying to find information, um if you're having trouble figuring out what's happening at that con, you like, are not alone. You're in the same boat. I know that uh the actors that play Tonks, Sprout, James Potter, and Percy Weasley are all going to be there. And Seamus. Oh, and Seamus! How did I forget Seamus? But we're, we all are there for the same reason, Percy. Yeah, I'm definitely there for Tonks, so. And just saying, like, how it's, like, my favorite character, and just, like, I love the part he, like, what he brings to it. All right, well, that's what <laughs> I'm being so sassy, which I think the actor's, like, perfectly... Yeah, funny. he's like, fine. Um, <laughs> he does it very well. Um, I was funny. actually, when I was looking at the page, because I've been reading so much Marauder's Era, I got, like, weirdly excited about James, who is not a real character and ha- doesn't do anything yeah, I literally movie. called him, like, a fake character <laughs> earlier. Like, like he's not even real. Like, I'm not gonna pay... $80 to take his picture and get it, uh, get his autograph, but I, you know, I was like, oh, I'm James. Yeah. He's just, like, writing this book, though. Yeah. Whatever the phrase is. Okay, so that's, like, our updates. Um, update us on your life. How are you doing? Yeah, email in. Um, you can, um, message our Facebook page. That's something you could do. 
if you don't feel like emailing, do yeah. that. Um, check us out on iTunes. If you haven't subscribed, please do that. Subscribe. And rate and review. Review, review. Good night. Bye. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.